All right, the lady said it's recording. Here we are on the Blind Man in Black. I'm Brian Snyder. Thank you for watching on YouTube and listening on Apple Podcast. And if you like my wife and I being totally exhausting and crazy, go to the Exhausting Snyders on TikTok. So we have we have a great. Uh, it's going to be a podcast on podcast conversation again, um, and it's we're fun. going. To, the focus of this is going to be. Uh, basically brainstorming. We're going to brainstorm about creating our new podcast, The Exhausting Snyders, based on our TikTok show. And uh, we have a couple guests. Um, first of all, Indy Fawcett, who has been here before. He is the co-founder of Chobo, uh, and uh, which is a podcast content creation, um, basically studio and rental space. And um, so thank you so back uh, so much for being here worries thank you thank you guys for having me it's great to be back all right um and randy randy owen who has also been on the show before he is a uh, assistive technology trainer um and he is also a podcast content creator for the beyond barriers unscripted podcast did i say it right that right or did i fuck that up no you did great you say okay. bbu bbu yeah. yeah beyond barriers unscripted podcast so thank you for being here, Randy, who is going to be our producer and editor for The Exhausting Snyders. Thank you. It's good to be here. All right. So you're exhausted, right, Randy? Let's let's, let's, let's be I honest am. about where we're all at, really. But I'm here, and I've also been on the show before. Hi, I'm <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm Brian's yes. co-host and wife. You may have heard of me. He might. I, I, I was going to get I was going to get to you. You were not. <laughs> I was. I was. No. I fine. was. Now, now we're going to start the show like it's real, this. It's a real Will Smith start here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is how we're going to start it. All right. I'm sorry, Rachel. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm trying to hold it together. I just spent like an hour trying to do TikTok, and it is totally fucking unaccessible. Hmm. And, and I just, and I just stitched your TikTok in like 30 seconds with like a snarky reply. <laughs> what? I stitched your, I stitched yours. Like it, it popped up on my feed like immediately. Wait a minute. Did it? No way. It, it popped up. Mm -hmm. Did you not want it to? Because it's. I got to go. Look. No, because it it, 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 it. Oh, fuck. I want to take that off there because. That's just so uh, exhausting. Well, it's going to be on there for an hour or so. No, you're... because I fucked up the joke and then, and then I thought it didn't post. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it always posts. It TikTok always... is unforgiving. Fuck. Now I got to take that off because the joke doesn't even make sense. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We'll talk about that later. I'm really, oh, it's, it's going to throw me off for this whole thing. So now oh, that's all I'm going to be thinking about. I'm just kidding. It doesn't exist. I never saw it. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's start. Uh, let's start off. So um, uh, I, I don't even know where to begin. We're going to do the the exhausting Snyders, which um, Indy, I, I know you probably haven't seen it yet, but it's basically um, the exhausting Snyders TikTok page is us. Uh, you know, uh, Rachel, why don't you describe it? You describe it much better than I do. It's me basically picking on Brian. It's it's we're we're playing you know characters that are um, you know inflated inversions versions of ourselves, and um, I I basically. He wants to go places and I take, and I don't want to take him. So I take him to places and tell him that that's where we are. Like I took him to the sinkhole um, by Rayleigh's and told him we were at the Grand Canyon. And I took him to uh, Deer Creek, uh, the NID ditch up here and told him that we were at the, what's Colorado River. And um, 
So I just, I, it's, it's just me kind of basically being, uh, you know, kind of a, a jerk to him because he's blind. And I don't know, people really like that person. Like, and one of them, he's walking down the street and I stop and ask him why he's not home yet. And he said, I was supposed to pick him up and I forgot. And I was like, oh, so sorry. Well, I'm on my way, so I don't have time to stop. And he asked for water. I'm like, oh, I don't have any, but I totally do. And then he, <laughs> and he gets a lot. Then I come home and I'm like, oh, you, what took you so long? You, who, you haven't started dinner yet. He's like, well, I got lost. I'm like, Ugh, well, I found you some water in my car. It's warm. You know, like I kind of have to see it to get it. But um, basically we travel to different places without really traveling. And uh, I find ways to um, convince him that we are in landmark places. Like I took him to the car wash and told him it was Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so the concept is the concept of time <laughs> gone here. Do you just drive around in circles for a couple hours and then? <laughs> no, she chloroformed <laughs> me. <laughs> So we came it's just up for with the content. <laughs> so we this is in my car frequently. This bottle, it's a chloroform. It's not a chloroform bottle, but <laughs> so it, it did come up after like the second. You know, oh well, how how does he not know that we're not driving for us? So so I chloroform right. him. I find different ways to do that, and then well, yeah. then I just tell him he sleeps in the car and he's boring, and I and it you know I have nothing going to talk to. Thanks a lot, and kind of blaming on him. Wow, well, that's a really succinct uh, analysis of your of your TikTok page. That's great. <laughs> no, I, I I can tell why uh, people would be would gravitate towards it. It's uh, sensational. Well, it was an accident. We were on. It was just my TikTok that I was playing around with with my kid. You know, we we're just um, not doing anything serious with it. And Brian and I were on a trip, and he was. We were walking on the beach in Humboldt, and he kept pulling me towards the water. But it was high tide was coming up, and you know, there's sneaker waves. It's not safe to be too close. And I kept telling him, we're too close to the water. And he goes, no, we're not. No, we're not. And I was like, how would you know? And so, so we, he, we were just joking, like, yeah, it's true. You could just turn me against the mountain, tell me I was facing the water. I wouldn't even know. So that's what we did. He was facing the mountains. And I was like, yeah, smell that sea air, you know, and, and we just posted that and it went viral is what happened. Just that one, like, and we we're just messing yeah. around with it. And then we had one right afterwards where we went to an outdoors movie and he walked up and sat down backwards and asked if he was facing the screen. And I said, yes. Uh, and then our son goes, it's over there. I'm like, Shh. and that one got, I think we have eight. What do we have on that one, Brian? We have, um, well, I mean, it, it went up to like 60,000 very quickly. Well, like in two days. No, it's got a couple million views it's got actually. Several. Oh wait, yeah. which one are we talking about? The, the theater one, the one that- The drive -in. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the uh, ocean one. No, the theater one has almost 4 million views. And it's super short and simple and 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 so then we just started like actually writing them and they got more elaborate but yeah that was an accident so well hey, you know that's that's how it, that's how those viral moments happen right <laughs> yeah. so so andy what we're trying to do is like now we have this podcast but you know what i wanted to do was a not make it so brian centric um you know and and showcase my wife's talents and so that's that's part of the transition to the exhausting Snyders but also I wanted to increase the the production quality of it so um that it was a little bit not only just uh, tighter in general but um I really want to just focus on the content creation rather than the technical aspect of it so um yeah. and that's where Randy comes in and so um you know, what, what are some of the things that we should be thinking about in terms of creating our podcast? Like what are some key points that you can uh, kind of direct us to? 
Yeah, totally. Um, I'd say off the bat, in general, as as much as uh, there, as much as Zoom is great, I think if people see a Zoom podcast, they just turn away. They just move on to something that's better quality. So you're saying this is just what we're doing right now is not working. So we need to cut that out. Yeah, everything you've done up until this point, just just delete and just, <laughs> just dump that and just do anything different. Anything. Okay. No, it's, right. it's, but that's the thing, though. It's like like I do that, right? Like there there's a po- uh, a podcast that I don't I really don't I haven't followed in a while because they they started in the pandemic and it's the Bill Burt podcast. It's Burt Kreischer and and uh, Bill Burr, and their podcast was in person before the pandemic, and then it was on Zoom. Uh, during the pandemic and I just stopped listening because I, you know, Bill Burr's voice on a zoom call is way worse than just Bill Burr's voice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so, so I was just like, I can't, I can't anymore. So it's, so that's the thing. It's like, in terms of production quality, the way you can change that, it's like, obviously you, it, it doesn't necessarily mean not utilizing zoom. That's, you know, it's a tool to create podcasts too. It's, it, it's not going zoomless. Right. Um, but it's just trying to, you know, utilize it when, you know, you have no choice not to, you know, so like in the situation where, you know, uh, I was producing on our previous, uh, blind man and back black episode with John Huck, uh, you know, we were producing speaking highly with John Huck, uh, which is currently on hiatus just because we haven't been producing more episodes. Uh, but that was an entirely zoom produced show that didn't end up being a zoom call. Right. So I gave John a camera and a recorder and a mic and, and, and lights. Right. And he kept those for however long we, I think we were doing that for a year. Uh, and he would record on his end. I would record on my end and we would just talk over a zoom call and then bring a guest in. And then basically when the guest would speak, that's the zoom audio and the zoom video. But then when John would speak, it's his camera and his recorded audio. So it's a lot more, post-production um to up that quality game but also your what you gain in that is not losing people right so it's it's kind of a uh you know it's just a change in workflow it's not necessarily like like completely changing what you do it's just how it's made right um so ways you can do that right um video podcasting is really hard to do with a dslr camera um, they record, uh, um, certain cameras are taxed at different rates for camera ma- fan- uh, manufacturers. So that's why, uh, most consumer, ca- uh, consumer cameras that you buy from Best Buy or Amazon, um, those don't, those by law can't record longer than 30 minutes just because cameras that record longer than 30 minutes are taxed at a different rate than cameras that record at a, a hmm. smaller duration. So that's why you need to buy a, uh, you know. It's just like certain technical things that you just don't wouldn't realize you needed to know. Um, but the way you can combat that is like if you have a DSLR camera, you don't want to buy another camera. You can buy a, a, a video switcher with a recorder. Right. So there's the ATEM Mini Pro, uh, which you can connect into an SSD hard drive, you know, just an external hard drive that and you just press record. And then your your standby feed from your DSLR camera just goes via HDMI straight into your switcher and record that way. So there are ways to get around it. It's just super technical. Um, and it just kind of basically whatever you need to do, it just kind of need to out, outline that what that is. And then just kind of like reverse engineering a, a, a better quality path to get that result. 
Um, so I could speak all day on this. So please stop me and have questions or, or uh, well, well, why, why don't we, why don't we go to, I, I do want to talk about the technical stuff. Um, but I, I, I want to just give you an idea of, of what we kind of decided Randy and Rachel and I were all talking about, you know, what is the, the spine or the, um, through line of this new podcast. And, um, you know, it, it basically, uh, Randy mentioned the idea of using some of our, what, what were you, what, what, did, what was the, the main thing you were talking about, Randy? Well, you guys were talking about, you know, telling your story, going back and forth, but I think that some of your, you know, some of the TikToks that you guys have, um, you could probably use pieces of that. You've mentioned using clips from your comedy, I thought. Right. Yeah, but but I think what what happened in the in our original meeting is you helped us kind of formulate the 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 spine of it, and the idea was we would take um, moments from our you know our marriage and our life, mm -hmm. and using that as this the basis for each episode. So, for example, um, when Rachel and I first met, um, we 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 texted for like two days. And we actually have a transcript of those texts. And one of the things like the, the like moment that really brought Rachel and I together um, was at the very beginning, I knew that she had cancer, but I didn't know what type of cancer, cancer she had. So I, I, I thought I'm going to make a joke. And if she doesn't laugh, I don't think this is going to work out in any way whatsoever, even friendship wise. So I'm like, I'm going to just make a joke and see what happens. So I, I asked her via text. I said, what type of cancer did you have? Testicular? And she responded simultaneously with prostate. <laughs> and so that was, that was the beginning. We were thinking about that would be the beginning of our, our podcast is, is how we met. And then, you know, kind of um, also uh, making, making that like having a theme for each episode based on, you know, our relationship. Is that right, Rachel? Am I, am I explaining it correctly or am I too exhausted to explain? No, it? no, that was, that was right. I was just, I was just lamenting at the, uh, you know, the, the cojones on you to ask me that <laughs> <laughs> and, and how irritated I was that your answer came through first because I was, that was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we are, I mean, we both have some pretty uh, unique circumstances that we were under when we met or, you know, that are continuous, but um, that in a way brought us together. And there's a lot of stories in that. Um, and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of my other work that I've done for other things, um, my goal has been to find the tiniest story, like if it's like, here's a story and then go, go deeper, deeper, deeper until you have this tiny thing, um, which not only allows for oodles of content but also, you know, get, has like a, a really tight focus on something that people can relate to. So we were just kind of going to do that with our relationship being the frame and also our, our you know, different issues, which obviously mine is cancer survival and Brian's is, you know, the whole eye thing. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of issues. I have blindness, obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, I have a lot of problems. And so there's a lot of material there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think that's a great, I mean, th those are fertile uh, uh, grounds for conversation, right? Like those, like you won't have any problem filling an hour, right? <laughs> like, or however long, you know, the, the show is. So when I'd say double down on that, 
you know so like if if you realize that you know what does well on tiktok is that you put you know brian in this in these situations or in these you know situations where he's either uncomfortable or doesn't know or or it's it's mostly ironic right or or right. or you know it's like the audience knows but he doesn't right right so, right. so like I guess just providing more situations for that to flourish more right yeah. in the podcast in a long, in a longer form where it's like, I don't know what situations you could bring up or, or, or certain scenarios, but it could be framed in a way where it's a segment and, you know, you only spend 10 minutes on it a week or, or whatever. And then you guys just go in the zone and, and, you know, like uh, my girlfriend and I have a, have a, a, a segment in our TikTok show called this or that. Uh, no, it's either, either, or they go. And it's, and she, uh, I think we have both segments <laughs> um, <laughs> and she, she shows me two terrible, terrible uh, TikTok clips of like somebody getting hurt or, you know, <laughs> like someone tripping or somebody, uh, you know, getting hurt or whatever. Uh, and she, and I have to pick which one I would rather do, uh, you know, like get hit by the car or fall down the stairs, you know, like which scenario would I rather be in, you know? So it's like, it's like provide, it's like, it's like, uh, like setting up the pins to knock them down. Right. Like, so, yeah. And then also like, like, I think if you do it a long, a long enough time where you can create more of these zones, more of these segments, then I think your audience kind of comes to expect these and kind of gets somewhat excited for them, you know, because, you know, they've, they've been with you the whole time. Um, so I think just doubling down on what makes your TikTok successful already is what will make your, your podcast, uh, uh, you know, thrive, uh, and at least to a point where it'd be, you know, monetizable. Yeah. Um, and, just, and, it's just a, a, a matter of, of, of transferring those people over from TikTok. Yeah. I noticed that when, um, you know, when we have to take a break cause he's busy or something and I just do, you know, a couple little random things, obviously the numbers drop, but just, but, but then if we do anything, even if it's not up to par with the rest of what we've done, everybody's like, Oh, you're back. Oh, thank God. Yay. You know, and they just it's like, they don't even acknowledge or notice the things that aren't that formula. Um, and, and we, you know, which, cause I, since I'm kind of playing a villain on some level, um, we try to turn it around on me every once in a while, you know, like I, I go to get my, I spend too much to get my hair done. So the next month I have to get a dog bath out in the yard and Brian, you know, and Brian's hosing me down with the garden hose. So every once in a while I get mine, you know, I get, I right. get it back, which is important, I think, because otherwise I think I'd have stalkers trying to, you know, right. hurt and me. I think that's a great right. way, um, to also like, say, like, like I guess you had mentioned earlier about monetization, like, Obviously, if like if you like, I think it's like a hundred thousand downloads or interactions a month is like the is like the basis, like the minimum basis you need to even get a sponsor, yeah. right? So it's like, like if you're not hitting those thresholds, the, really the only way is is Patreon, you know, or some subscription based content delivery system where it's hey, this show is only on Patreon. If you like us you're going to have to come here because there's no, you know, it's going to be six years, six, seven years. If we even grow the channel to even get to a point where it's publicly monetizable. Right. right. So the way that I would, I would even frame this kind of like, if you like our stuff and you want to support us and support this continuing, you get more stuff, you get it early. You know, like you could put the podcast there early. Um, you could, you could take suggestions from your patrons to, you know, victimize oh, brian yeah Narrative. victimize you yeah. Yeah, like what about so bloopers? Th there's just so many ways you could take it yeah. bloopers yeah we do have we do end up with a lot of bloopers that are pretty funny 
Um, and I always wanted to play a game. I still want to do this where um, we play who knows more about being blind, me or Brian, because <laughs> when, <laughs> when we first started dating, I did all this research and he's, and you know, he's like, well, you, you know what you're getting into. And then we we're trying to talk about, it. I'm like, well, what about this? What? He's like, I don't know anything about that. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to have a game show and I'm going to win. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, there's, there's tons, there's plenty, you know, we're, we're full of content. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that, and I already started a Patreon, like I set up a Patreon account. I set up, um, Randy, just so you know, I set up a, that, you know, a Gmail and a Drive and um, a Twitter. Okay. You know, I set up all, I set all the yeah. accounts up. I haven't done anything with them yet. So that's all done. And I also spoke with the guy that we would like to do our logo and he said he would love to. We just have to film what we want. Beautiful. To deadline. So that's what I did action, action item wise. That's the last time we met. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really, I think Patreon, I haven't used it yet. Um, I'm it's like MySpace. It's I mean, one of the most rudimentary it. websites I've ever used, actually. Okay. So it's don't be scared of it. It's it's literally kind of like oh, like this, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know the people yeah. that I know that have used it, they're like this is like a trickle, you know, it's a trickle um, yeah. income yeah. thing. It's not gonna carry yeah. anything, but. But here's the thing: it's like if people love you already, like those, that's your audience. Like you don't need you don't need to like scream into the void to some uh, audience that's not listening yet. Like the, the people who are listening are 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 the people who are going to be your patrons. So that's what we're talking to, yeah. So of all the people who would pay, they're already listening. You know, you know. So like that's that's where you could tap into, and and the more that they participate and they can feel like they're a part of this community with you, then they'll tell their friends, or if their friends are like minded, that who can who knows they'll become a patron. You know, and it could just trick, trickle effect in ten years, like who knows how many patrons you could have like a comedian i follow tim dylan he makes over 200 grand a month on patreon and that's forty thousand patrons so it's it's not even like like forty thousand followers like at least followers is like not even that much right yeah, but forty thousand patrons is 200 grand a month and he only and his cheapest tier is five bucks right so like you're raking in millions a year just because of the quality or or you know what you bring you know, if your if your audience thinks it's valuable, they'll pay for it. You know, so it's just a matter of kind of offering that. Well, we want to try to have like a year's worth of content already pre-written or at least pre-outlined, so that we're not scrambling for any anything. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we talked about last time about Brian. You, we wanted to open it up for questions, so people could call in and actually not call like call in before the show, and then we'd address. Brian, are you still with us? Yeah. No. 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 no I, th I was. <laughs> I was listening to you. I just wanted oh, to. I was I'm trying to remember exactly. What I, I wasn't sure if you're trying to hand it off. So, uh, yeah, no, no. The, the idea would be that we pose a question and we would probably most likely do it on, on social media first, say like, Hey, we have this question call in. If, I mean, or we have a concept and if you have any questions or something, call in and, uh, and then we'll take those recordings and play them. Right. It's kind of like Sarah, what Sarah Silverman does. Oh yeah, I, I've done that on on a, a few podcasts that we do uh, with you know a Google Voice number and just people leave messages and you can yeah. download the file. Yeah. yeah, those are incredible and also like facilitate that community, right? Because like you could just start like say if you get one or two patrons and they you know communicate somewhat at least you could front that and go you know hey our you know our new patrons this person and they they said we you know they added this suggestion and so the more that people think oh what if I become a patron they might talk about what I have to you, you know so that could just that could just snowball. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what I'm hearing is, Indy, so you're saying if we start the Patreon uh, thing, uh, 
so you think based on our TikTok following that some of those followers will may pay uh, a monthly subscription to our new podcast? I, I'm saying yes, in a, in a way where it's those are your already viable customers, right? Mm-hmm. Th- those people have already signed up or at least clicked follow, right? So yeah. of the, you know, those are the people you should be focusing on, right? So wherever you have the biggest following, that's your funnel through which you can get a patron. So like, I don't know if you're aware, I, I'm not super well-versed in this, but I think they're called click funnels or, 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 or in marketing, I think it's some sort of funnel or like a marketing funnel where like, say if you reach a million people, you know, half of those people will be interested, but half of that half will click, but half of that half would actually purchase something, you know, but out of a million people, you get five customers or a hundred, you know, however many end Mm -hmm. up at the end of that funnel. Right. So it's just kind of analyzing where, you know, how big your funnel is and kind of going, okay, we need to get X amount of patrons. So how do we funnel people into that? Right. So it's just creating content going, Hey, you know, our show only exists here. If you like us, you want to see more content and it's fun and exciting. And, you know, Brian doesn't know what's happening. Uh, uh, you know, if you want to be a part of that and, and, you know, provide situations for, you know, and then, and then also you could put that content out just later on YouTube. Right. And then people who are watching are going, Oh, I could have watched this a week ago, you know? Right. Um, so it's just kind of entire, like not necessarily producing more. It's just kind of putting a, you know, a, giving it out at, in a different way. Is Patreon like, um, like Jumpstart? What's kind of where it has different tiers? Like you can do different tiers. Yeah, it's yeah, just add tier, type in money, add description, next tier, add money. Yeah, it's it's pretty, uh, pretty. It's it's really rudimentary. They kind of walk you through the entire step. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Did you mean Kickstarter? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, I like jump. Maybe we should start one called Jumpstarter. Well, we're all, we got enough on our plates. <laughs> yeah. And, and basically it's kind of, it's, it's really not a, co- it's not really like a, a content hosting site. It's a content. It's like you'd upload it to YouTube unlisted right. and then, and then give your patrons an unlisted link. Gotcha. Right? Or they do have a, a, a Vimeo add on, which you have to pay for, of course, yeah. that is basically you put it on Vimeo first and then give the link. And then nobody could like, they can only watch it through patreon.com no other.com like they couldn't even watch it on vimeo so like if you pay for it there is a way to like keep your patrons from giving the unlisted link to somebody oh, okay but but also like if they're paying for you they, they, they're, they're loving people they, they want to support you so yeah that's you know, fine i don't have a problem with people sharing you, those links right if, if you yeah what's another person right like that's actually valuable you know um so so i think uh yeah, it's basically just the unlisted YouTube link. And you go, hey guys, here you go, early. But so Brian, uh, what we could also do is we could have tiers that are like, for this tier, you give us a scenario and we'll do that. Or, you know, for this tier, Brian will make you your own personalized voicemail or, you know, like the, all kinds yep. of weird random crap that you could do, but but in different uh, price points. Yep. So. And you can even go up to hundred or more. Like just be, just yeah. who, who knows, there may be a rich person who likes you. <laughs> yeah. You know, who's like, I don't mind giving a hundred bucks a month. I don't yeah. think any rich people like me. I, I, I'm pretty sure they don't. Sometimes in Northern California, so who knows? There's a lot of <laughs> I don't know, Silicon Valley folks out there. Right, right. I was going to say, I know some rich people that might like me enough to do that. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, $5,000 tier. Yeah, there you go. Right. 
So what what do you think, uh, like everybody, this is open to everybody. What do you think makes a, a great podcast? Anyone? Uh, you, uh, I'd say something practical. Relatable. Yeah, practical information that you could use um, or an escape. Um, something that people can relate to that's kind of just real. Right. Yeah, but it isn't so personal that it's not, you know, like uh, hearing people talk about super, like their day with each other, it drives me nuts. If they make it relatable, if they put it in a way that makes, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it can be built around something like, you know, I said something awkward and then I caught it, but I said it in public and I, I, I'm drawing a blank right now for an idea, but we've all had embarrassing moments um, and people can relate to that, I think. Um, uh Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I just mean I mean there's I've heard some social with couples where they're just like, well, and then you did that thing. Oh yeah, that thing I do, and they're not really letting you into the to the secret yeah. or you know the joke or whatever all the time because they're just right. so used to talking to each other, and so they're just doing that and they're not keeping the audience in mind. That's more right. what what I meant. Um, yeah, I, I would say I mean there's so many factors to making things a good podcast. Guests make a great make a podcast better. Yeah. Um, you know, there are certain there are just so many things like i would say that at the core of it it's just useful information right like like or just an escape like i i'm a huge fan of comedy podcasts that's like all i watch but like i just found this this podcast this new one that just launched recently called the cave it's on the youtube channel called cave 313 and it's and it's sounds it's real all, dark web <laughs> it's it's all it's all about like uh uh uh, black youth and tackling their trauma and, wow. and, and, um, and using discipline and using martial arts and, and using practical ways to navigate their trauma. And it's a very, very deep, very interesting podcast, but like, I'm a, like, it's not, I, I, fun. I, it's I, not funny. What, what <laughs> was the name of What was the name of that? It's called the, the cave? cave. It's just, it's on their, they're on their third episode and it's on the oh, YouTube okay. channel. I've only watched it on YouTube. It's, it's a YouTube channel. It's called cave three, one, three. See, I wouldn't know that from the title at all. <laughs> yeah, they, they I, I dug a little bit deeper. They have a like a martial arts program called The Cave. All so right. It's 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 a whole it's their niche. Right. They found their funnel. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah. I don't know how Brian feels about this, but one of the things that um, made the TikTok so work so well is that when I we did the movie theater one, we had a, I had a lot of people saying, well, that, that was really mean. He doesn't, he's embarrassed. You know, how, how would you embarrass him, humiliate him that way? And um, he has no way, he's, he's totally vulnerable and helpless and can't figure out where the screen is by himself. And, and I, that gave me an opportunity to kind of teach a little bit and be like, he knows where the screen is and this is, and this is how, you know? And right, so right. then I did a video afterwards that was just me. That was like, all right, <laughs> here's, because there's so many comments that were um, ignorant to the situation, right? right so, yeah. um, and into the the ocean one too. They're like, well, he should he can feel the sun on his face, right? And there's there's just a lot of misconceptions. So I took that opportunity to teach some stuff just about blindness right. in general, um, which really should be Brian's. You know, Brian should be the one teaching. That it feels kind of weird me doing it, but I'm the one with the spare time. So, um, but uh, that so we I did that a few times where I took I bounced off of comments that were you know showing ignorance to the situation and used them as a teaching moment. But I don't know if Brian wants to do that. Um, if we were going to integrate, you know, you're saying either escape or, or good info, 
Like if we were going to integrate that into Brian, are you, would you be interested in keeping that theme? Cause I really thought that's what people were really interested in. I think they're interested in Brian. They're interested in how, you know, blindness is, is a very mysterious thing. A lot of people don't know about it. They don't want to ask anything. So it's, I found a lot of um, people really interested in my explanations and, and that kind of stuff. So, and, and, and that education thing, I think, I think it's important, but I know Brian doesn't want it to be, you know, blindy, blind, blind, blind show. Well, I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I think Rachel is hilarious and she's charismatic and she's fun to listen to. And I, I just want, I want it to be balanced. You know what I mean? That That's, that's what I, I think that we work really well together. And if we can showcase that in a balanced way, I think that's great. Um, and uh, I mean, I don't, I, 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 it'd be great to have an educational aspect to it, which is fine. Um, you know, I want it to be funny. Uh, because that's, you know, I, I love comedy as well. And um, the other thing I, I, I think what makes a great podcast for me is it makes me feel and I think this is the same with because that's why I love comedy is is great comedy makes you feel like you're not alone in this world. And I think that's what I would I also like for this podcast is that people feel like they're with us and that they're not alone. And that they, and I guess it goes back to being relatable, but yeah, that's, that's important to me as well. And we did get a lot of feedback. We have, you know, from the videos on, from people who were either parents of blind children or, um, you know, people dealing with losing their eyesight or people like me who are, you know, who are coupled with someone who has, and they were just like, oh, you know, just some camaraderie. Cause it's not some, there's no like not a lot of groups where everybody gets together and talks about it. So they definitely attracted that as well. And that's, I don't know, Randy, you've seen most of them. They're, my little educational ones are kind of funny, right? I mean, they're not super dry. Um, I have one yeah. where I put all of his assistive equipment and pretend like I'm not supposed to be playing with it, but I am, and I'm showing it off. I'm like, oh, listen, look at this one, what this does, you know, and it's, you know, I keep it light. And TikTok uh, has a huge community of people that are interested in folks with disabilities and, and learning. Um, and the blindness community, you know, because I, I, mine kind of centers around blindness. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there. Um, I forget what I'm trying to say. Sorry. You're so tired. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really exhausted. Just tell me I'm funny. <laughs> were you rocking out, by the way? Is that what you were doing? Yeah, we had a jam session this morning. I think, I think, I think you overdid it. And I, I did think, not sleep I, well I, last night. And yeah, I, th I think you rocked too hard, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm feeling sorry I, for you thinking you're overworked, but really... You're I keep thinking at the time I was doing cane training and I walked up and I grabbed that guy by the beard and he didn't say anything. <laughs> See, that's fantastic. But that's you a, grabbed that's the a guy by the beard? Yeah, I was doing O&M training and I had shades on, you know, the learning shades, the sleep shades, and uh, the instructor had said, we were over at a park that I had been to sighted before, so I, I need to lay out of the park. And she's all, go ahead and explore. So I've got my cane and I hit something metal. Oh yeah, it's a park bench or, or a drinking fountain. So I reach out and there was a guy sleeping on, he was sitting up and I grabbed his beard. I got a handful of beard. <laughs> I knew instantly well, what it was. Well, at least you didn't get a handful of balls. That's, that's good. <laughs> but um, the, the thing is, he didn't say anything. And it's like, you know, and maybe I he was just, into it. Well, I mean, I could just imagine if I was sleeping <laughs> there and I woke up and some guy with sleep shades grabbing my face. And <laughs> little, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there's real life stuff like that that happens all the time. You know? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I've got that's half of my list is stuff that I've observed Brian experiencing out mm -hmm. in the world. 
that is not you know blind friendly and then also i you know i've got a few of those myself because i have um you know i had a, a full mastectomy and i have um, prosthetic um you know and they I, uh, they there's no feeling there at all so i've i've run you know laid them on people's arms when i'm reaching for stuff and i've, I've dipped them in people's coffee and not known it at work like in the middle of me you know there's 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 funny stuff about both of it for sure. My wife was telling me a story about her cousin and her, her grandmother or his grandmother had prosthetics. And when they were little boys, they had found him and they were playing football with him. <laughs> My, mine are actually reconstruction. So they're, they're permanent, but they're, they've been funny. They've been, I mean, it's funny because it has to be because, oh my gosh, it was so humiliating and weird at first. And then I'm like, you know what? We're just going to go clown boob and laugh about it. Because otherwise. <laughs> well, be, I mean, that's just, the, that's the other. The that's the other thing. I mean, uh, tit cancer is a part of it as well. And it's a, you know, the underlying foundation of all of this is loss because Rachel lost her boobs. I lost my eyesight and my mind essentially for most part, but, yeah. um, <laughs> what's that? Well, no, I did too. After when I was sick, I totally went nuts afterwards and we both lost our careers due to our, you know, issue or health issues um pr very promising ones both of us and we you know we both experienced so when we met we had that in common that was something that you know it's it's hard to find someone who understands either one of those things if they haven't experienced it but they have similar tra trajectories they have similar um problems and and um pluses and you know cancer cards and blind cards those are big heavy cards that you can slap but it, but the thing about it is is i think that most people know somebody that has had cancer or sure or is blind you know what i mean so there's a relatable factor yeah yeah I, yeah I mean to, to add to that too it's like what makes your you know i kind of alluding it back to the content thing right it's like what makes you guys great or what makes that page successful is the both of you yeah mm -hmm. right like it's it's not like this should be his show it's like it's it, strip that it's both of yours like you like it's the snyder you know it's exhausting Snyder, right so yeah what what's great about that is doubling down on what on both of you you know so it's like it's not that you're boring and he's the blind guy and you're or you, you know what i mean or you're just helping the blind guy. it's literally like you have your own past and your own truth and it's like it's just as heavy as what he's going through mm -hmm. um and i think that's a valuable like to, to to be it's like 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 what you were saying you were kind of downplaying that you take care of the blind guy right it, where it's like you you have gone through your own thing you know so it's right. it's it's uh, i think that's extremely valuable to say if you know a, a wife is one of your audience members who's watching the show and is caregiving or if you know a male's watching and you know i think it's just you guys give such a different dynamic where it's so eclectic like any type of person who would come across your stuff can be related to it because it's just there's so much there right, right? so i think yeah just you know like nailing the, or doubling down on that on on the both of you really will solidify this working well um, and i think that's what people are already really, wanting really good too i just think that the thing that people are most uh curious about is his blindness that's been the thing that i think is right. the most mysterious thing that that makes people want to ask questions and stuff i mean uh, my story is interesting too but it's also common so or well more yeah well i mean it's uh, i think the other thing is you can hide it you know what i mean like yeah totally it, 
or it's a and, it's a bonus in a lot of cases because yeah it's, it's it, i mean for i mean unless you know unless your 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 tits are out yeah. uh, and about you you can hide it and it you know with this blindness it's a visible disability and also it's also no pun intended <laughs> it's also one of the most um scary disabilities that people have the most fear around yeah. so yeah 100 yeah that was one of the, the one of the first things we talked about is is he said you know most people would that's going blind is the thing that people fear most out of any health thing i was like well that's not true because I read that getting cancer is, and then we both looked it up and it was actually kind of equal articles that said both things. So there's, it was, um, there's no, the jury's still out on which one is true, but, but all the studies, it was one or the other. Yeah. Maybe that can be a game you can, you guys can play like, right. Who can, who can feel sorry for, for us the most. <laughs> which one's worse. <laughs> you could do a whole episode at the airport. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. And just, yeah, that could be. But you see, really make something out of that. Him being blind at the airport is great for me <laughs> because I get fast forwarded everywhere and I can sit in the front. But he's but he's a proud man and he refuses to do the priority boarding. No, he, I will not let him. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not just, proud when it comes <laughs> to that. I, 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 when we went to Oklahoma, I was and I learned a big lesson, you know, coming back. Yeah, take it. If you I'm the reason we have a placard because I was like, why don't we have one of those? Go, go get one. <laughs> Brian's like skipping in front of military in front at the airport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. It's like yeah, the first time we find it, they're just like, "Oh, come with us," and they just took us like this back way and not like all the way to the wow. gate. We have to go through security. I'm like, this is amazing. I think I was pulling on us. That was a little weird, but when you had to take your shoes and stuff off, uh, you know, when you go through the metal detectors, did you feel rushed? Mm, no, I, I did. I mean, it it depends on the situation, but, um, you know, for the most part, they're patient with me. I mean, the only, I had an experience where they were real, I don't remember what airport, but they were super impatient with me putting stuff into the x-ray stuff machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they like put my shoes on top of my computer and like, you know, things like that, that were, I wasn't really happy about, you know, but uh yeah I, I i've i've had a lot of weird experiences at the airport since i've been blind so it's kind of cool though when i'm with him because i can i can see what's going on so i can kind of watch people and like i see what you're doing there i'm watching you you know and it kind of keeps people in check but um, i'm watching you watching you but yeah <laughs> like i mean sometimes they forget that i can see because he can't so they'll just do stuff and i'm like i, I can i can i saw that <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, I mean, being out in public is a huge amount of good, good fodder. I mean, I know it's yeah. hard for, for Brian, but it's always very entertaining for me because it's usually people embarrassing themselves and so to pay more attention to when you're ever out in public and, you know, Brian may be the, the center of the conversation, but have you ever found that people start talking to you and they just kind of, cause I've, I've experienced oh, yeah. that myself before they just, it's like, dude, I'm blind. I'm not deaf. I can speak. <laughs> no, people I, I'm deaf though. So. Rude. He's also a deaf, so there's that. But no, no, I found people often prefer to address me instead. And um, one of my favorite things that I've ever seen, and it's happened more than once, is when we're at a restaurant and they want to give him the bill, or that they want to give somebody the bill, and they'll um, hand it, they'll hand it up, but they won't say anything, and he won't know it's there. And so yeah. they can have a hard time making the next step. So they're like, take uh, it at him uh, like, instead like, of just saying here it's right here so yeah. yeah and then they'll just look at me and they'll try to hand it to me and i'll just i'll just shake my head no nope nope and you got to think this one through <laughs> and they're like uh 
here, sir, and then it's fine. But it takes a minute for that next step to click in. And that's that's the kind of thing that I really, I mean, I think it's good for people to have that embarrassing moment where they're, they're messing yeah. it up because they're not processing what they need to be doing. Um, and that was my favorite. It just comes down that's to just treat people like you would treat any like anybody. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> but, you know, like you would probably say, "Here's the thing." Like, in to a person who cited, like you'd probably say it too. You know, it's it's so, it's yeah. so backwards. Yeah. Chicken too, when people want, like men like to play chicken on the sidewalk, and for some, <laughs> reason, for some reason it takes them forever to realize that Brian's not moving, and so. And I'm not participating in that I'm game. Not I didn't even Literally. aware that it's happening. Yeah, so I get to watch them like puff up. And then and like determine like go forward and then have to leap out of the way at the last minute like literally leap like a lot of times there's been some really theatrical like circus leaps because they're just it last second oh he's not moving i have to do you do you think it's because they don't think i'm blind because a lot of people don't he's faking it (laughs) okay well i've told you eight million times if you wear your glasses people think you're training the dog because why would you be wearing eyeglasses if you can't see that's, that's uh, no eye, but i mean eye protection well those instances happened when i was wearing my glasses yeah oh okay that's why yeah remember in vegas was a big and whenever we're in a casino of course that's the main place that we have the most issues so brian do you get the same so do you ever travel with cane with a white cane yeah yeah so but do you find people thing. acting differently well i'm i you know I, I, I mean, I because of COVID, I have not traveled very much at all. So, but before that, I was able to see a little bit better. So I wasn't wearing my sunglasses. So I think that confused people. I would wear my prescription glasses. And so, but I've lost a lot of eyesight in the last couple of years, a lot. So, um, you know, things have changed for sure. And I'm a lot more blind and I look a lot more blind because I'm wearing my sunglasses now. Yeah, and that was the thing. He was wearing eyeglasses, and so people were not. It was, it was not registering. Yeah, people see glasses, and they automatically think it, that it fixes you to a point where you can see well enough to drive. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I have to say, I I was under the misconception until I met Brian that um, I didn't realize that so many people that were blind, quote unquote, actually had sight. Like I didn't realize what the small percentage have none. Right. I'm actually considered the- blind. Yeah, it's a huge, yeah, lo- yeah. I mean, super low to have no vision whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. most people that are considered I blind have some. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a really common misconception. And most of those people that are completely dark or no light perception, uh, they have prosthetic eyes or, I mean, not everybody, but it's usually, you know, something like that where they've had some condition or trauma where they've had to have the, the glow, you know, the eyeball removed. Yeah, otherwise they can see that a lot of people can see different very, you know, variations of light or shapes or contrast, but um, very mm-hmm. few people are actually completely, completely blind. That I didn't know. Who knew? I had a roommate when I was 19. Actually, I had two roommates and I remember we were sitting playing dominoes one night and, you know, we're drinking and stuff. And, and this guy had known me for like a year, Jerry, and he, he got a little buzz and he's all, go ahead, dude, just do it. It's like, what are you talking about? He goes, take your eyeball out and roll it on the table. <laughs> well, it, turn- <laughs> it turns out that my other roommate, Scott, had been telling Jerry this whole time that I had a prosthetic eye. <laughs> and Jerry bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <That's> I don't. <laughs> yeah. 
you're like i don't think i can i do that but <laughs> yeah it's, but uh, it's like oh okay because one of my eyes kind of twitches and it looks you know you're looking over my shoulder no i'm not but yeah <laughs> Well, and that's kind of, you know, kind of get back is it's that way those hilarious moments that are uncomfortable, uncomfortable mm -hmm. for us or uncomfortable for other people. Those are the things where we're able to work off of. Um, but what you know, but that there's also like the question of longevity, you know, how long can we talk about that? Um, I mean, I guess forever if we keep going out and having no experiences. But I mean, I started to run out of places to take Brian. Like you'll on this whole vacation, like taking him to different places because I can. We're actually not going anywhere, so I can only pretend so many places. Like we went to San Francisco, so I went, I found a little bridge here and I took some fish and like hung it in front of his face mm -hmm. so he could yeah, smell. I saw it. that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that one. <laughs> that was pretty funny. What's uh, the the best line he said was that time you took him to the Grand Canyon? He calls it smells like a dump. <laughs> right, because <laughs> it is. Yeah, because it's right by the yeah. Tree. <laughs> but he was so serious about it you know what i mean it's just it's brian you just have a way of phrasing things yeah brian's so good he's so mm -hmm. funny and and my you know and my character's supposed to be inconsiderate but not you know not an asshole not a total asshole but just kind of like lazy and kind of spoiled basically um mm -hmm. and i get mine all the time like he sprays my hair in one with the hose and like on accident he's having a, a water gun fight with our kid and he sprays my hair and i flip out so and i, I send you to hair. iowa yeah, i yeah. love that one the one, the pole one, right? And then the in-laws locked you out. Yeah, the firing, firing squad. So I tie him to the porch and I have a firing squad with the water guns and I have the whole family shoot him for messing up my hair. You know, <laughs> but um, I think that we could we could do the calling thing. We could do the little um, skits that you know that follow their TikTok like that that formula. It's so hard, those, like I said, though, it's hard to, to think of things. Well, you know, when we were talking before, and, and Brian, just to go back on what you had asked earlier, you know, our, we had talked before about taking little vignettes of how you met. You guys talked about one time when you guys were kind of close to an edge, you know, the last yeah. time we were talking. So I think there's a lot of real stories. Um, you know, when Brian met Rachel, or, you know what I mean? You can, it can kind of be based on that and just your adventures. Yeah. yeah, thank you for for mentioning that. So I I, I want to ask you, Indy, as an outsider, insider, outsider, insider, um, consultant, yeah. <laughs> consultant. <laughs> uh, so how? I mean, does it feel like it has a a strong like uh, uh like through line, foundation, or spine? Like the idea that it's it's loss is the the underlying thing that kind of ties it all together. Her loss with her breast cancer. Yeah mine with my uh vision uh hearing and mind and then uh and then using uh, you know the comedic experiences that we have um as kind of the foundation or not the foundation but the the, the theme for each episode yeah no i think that's an incredibly like valuable and concise uh way to do your show mm. um i would just you know to add on that just kind of make it fun is is kind of one of the things that i often forget when i'm podcasting because it's uh, you know do, through all the technicalities or like a camera going down or like oh my my card's full all these things keep you from making it fun right these these the, the, what, what what is considered work right mm -hmm. so i would say try to break down all of those barriers so that the effort that it requires to create one of these things is low you know, and the enthusiasm is high, right? Because you want to break down, like, 
like basically you just want to be able to just effortlessly talk about the, these things. Right. So like, like the segments and, and all these things, like, honestly, you could, you could do none of it. You know, you could just, you just, what do you guys are thinking about this week? And you guys just talk, you know, like you can do whatever you want, but it's, it's kind of like, like just making those, um, making those like say say in the beginning of your episode it's it's not a segment it's just you know housekeeping yeah how you doing what are you thinking about this week you know and before you dive into something you know so there's just certain certain things that you could just you know tent poles of the show that can just kind of keep it running keep it going transition into another thought where it's like you don't have to it's not necessarily like an hour-long talk right it's kind of like five ten minute things that could go longer if they can or if the conversation allows it so i think just, just focusing on that would be um critical brian can i ask india a question no no you, you're, okay. you, you can ask questions. me and i'll ask <laughs> just just any just any ideas indy about the length of each episode what's what's your gut tell you um well advertiser like if if advertiser involved it's mostly an hour hour long episodes mm -hmm. um so i would shoot for that just in case you know an advertiser wants to come along and make a contract with you okay. in, in that case you wouldn't have to drastically change the duration of your show just to fit some advertiser um but also like there are podcasts that exist with ads that are shorter than an hour it's just you know um so i would say however naturally long it is I, I wouldn't say oh don't oh, don't extend it too long where the conversation's being stretched mm -hmm. uh longer than it needs to be right um i would say you know keep try to hit an hour but if you hit 54 and you guys are done call it you know uh but if you want to go to an hour and 20 hour and 32 hours that's fine too um you know I, i've seen podcasts where like one podcast was like two and a half hours and they and they split it into two weeks where they just released one half and released the second half so I would just say, however long the conversation is, and, and if, if, if you think that, okay, like we're, we're, we're beating this dead horse here, or like, I want more, that's, those are the, the, the intuition should, should lead that duration. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad Indy that you brought up the idea of keeping the enthusiasm high and the, um, the stress of creating it low, yeah. um, because that, that's kind of what. I did with this, the blind man in black was I, I, you know, in the past, you know, because of my experiences, I, I wanted everything to be completely professional, have an intro and outro music, high production quality, great content. And I had to sacrifice because of my vision loss and not being able to edit or do any of that right now. Um, I just kind of said, am I, am I going to do this at all? Or am I going to, you know, and to wait until I have all these things in place. And so I had to make the decision. I'm going to not edit it. I'm going to, it's going to go as long as it, 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 you know, it has to. Um, and I want to make it as fun as possible. And that, you know, and, and that was really important to me. And I'm glad you brought that up because I do want it to be fun for everybody to involved. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I totally think like that's, that's what you're getting after, right? Like, the, the people who succeed are the people who made the product in the garage, like Apple, right? Like it was made in a mm -hmm. garage and they, they just, they didn't say no, they didn't quit. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like these, these moments where you could do that, you know? Um, uh, yeah. I, I think it's just a, uh, it's just a matter of like, yeah. Right. Asking yourself, do I even want to do this at all? Even if it is less than my standards. Right. 
-hmm. And it's kind of like, had you waited until you had, you know, had the budget for an editor and had all those things, you wouldn't have your dozens and dozens of episodes, right? You wouldn't have that, that body of work that you can go, okay, this is where we can level up from, right? Like we're never going to have our ducks in a row ever. Like when have we, when have we ever have? You, you ever like we're going to be 80 years old if we get yeah. that old and we're still not going to have our shit in a row you know like yeah so like let's just let's just stop playing that game you know like just you know so like that's what i'm saying it's like like if 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 segments help make it easier to make if just talking about your day makes it easier to make whatever like like uh, uh, uh encourage that encourages that like youthful joyful expectation right like when I was a kid, like I loved coming home from, from school and making music on my mom's iMac, you know, but like now, now I'm like, well, ah, like I got all this work to do. And, and like that joyful expectation is gone. Cause I'm an adult now, <laughs> yeah. you know, when I, when I had the time, I, I don't know, I'm going on a tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, no, I no, mean, no. I, I mean, that's important because I mean, I, I, one of the issues that I've done throughout my entire life is I've waited and this, this goes with relationships. This goes with work is I'm, I, 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 I'm completely paralyzed unless it, I know it's going to be perfect. No, and I'm the, the exact opposite. I'm the exact yeah. opposite. I've done a lot of my public speaking work has just been off the, you know, just winging it. And then if I, you know, if I fuck up, I, I know how to recover, you know, I just laugh about it and make, you know, and able to, and Brian's really good at that too, actually, you know, when, whenever things get kind of like weird for a second, we're both pretty good at recovering and, and bringing people in. And I think that makes it more personable as well. I think that if it's not, you know, if it's too produced or it's too scripted or, you know, like I like to, I like to make mistakes in front of people and, and play it off and, yeah. and, you know, own it. Um, because that imp- imperfection is part of our charm too. You know, that's, that's kind of, that's another underlying theme in the whole thing is, you know, we're just kind of, we're muddling through in general <laughs> in life in general, like everybody is right now. Um, not to, to the extent where it's a, you know, a shit show, but, you know, to just to the amount where um, it's not, it's not perfect. Right. Yeah. And, and that's another thing about embracing disability is embracing the diversity of ability and differences and, and being uh, comfortable and uh, accepting of it. You know, yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. And so and I also, think that, oh, sorry, go ahead, Indy. No, 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 no. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, uh, no, I was just, uh, just going to say that I think our weakness is tech. That's, I think that's where we're at. Our, that's the yeah. thing that we struggle with the most, probably. Yeah, that's where Chobo Studios comes in, baby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, but I also think, like, to speak to it too, uh, Brian, like, to speak to you about this personally, it's like, I, I went to uh, community college in San Diego before going to university. And one of my um, uh, fellow college students was uh, a blind man who was very antisocial or didn't have very good social skills. And also his, his parents forbade him from using a cane. So he was reliant on other people to go anywhere to the bathroom, to do anything. Like you had to, he had to grab onto your arm. Like he, he was, I think he's Korean. So his parents, I guess, were just too proud to see him using a cane for whatever reason, which is just so awful to me. Mm. Um, and, um, and it, it, it's, it's just so interesting. Cause like, my perception of what a blind person was, was him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I never knew, like, like, obviously you think it's Cape, like you made a podcast, 
you, you know, like you didn't let your, your disability keep you from, from these things. I'm not saying Paul did. I'm just saying he was put in a, his name was Paul. Uh, shout out, Paul. <laughs> Love you, Paul. Uh, 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 but, you know, he, he was put in that scenario. So that's all, that was his world. That's all he knew. And it was just so sad for me. Cause like when he got, when he went home, he was forced to study it, it, but uh, it, it, like all day, you know? So it was just so, so interesting how the force, the external forces that can, that can put you in scenarios unbeknownst to you can completely change the trajectory of your life. And it's all through what you think you can do because he thought he couldn't do things. Right. Like he, I, I was like, can you use, do you, have you ever thought about using a cane? It's like, Oh no, no. Okay. Like, like it wasn't even a possibility freedom, you, you know, like freedom of mobility and at least doing what he wanted to do or just going to the bathroom. You know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, it may be, uh, you know, just his parents or it could be something uh, um, more on the macrocosm, but, um, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's what, you know, our, our society here is very ableist. And yeah. so, um, there has been a lot of, um, you know, progress made in terms of disability accessibility and so on. Um, but it, we still have a long way to go. Um, yeah. and, and so, um, with that said, you know, I was, I'm, I still pretty ableist in my mind. I have a lot of, I have to like rewire my brain because, you know, I, and I'm coming to grips with this right now is I have spent, you know, I went to CalArts, I did acting and then I went to UCLA, got my master's degree in directing and that's what I wanted to do. But when I started to lose my eyesight, like shortly, I mean, I really started, things started changing, right. When I graduated uh, UCLA um, and I, I thought I, I was not able to do it. So instead of like doing what I wanted to do and just doing it differently, I thought, oh, I have to do it, you know, a certain way. So I can't do it, you know, and that's, and, and, and that's where I am right now in my life is like having to deal with the regret of what the fuck did I do with most of my life? Uh, I didn't do what I wanted to do, you know, and now, uh, now everybody's depressed. I'm sorry. No, no, I, no. I, I, I think what's, what the, the best part about that is, Brian, is that it's never too late. You know, th th there are there there have been, you know, homeless people in their 40s that became millionaires in their 50s. You know, like it's it's possible. It's just it's just it's just not quitting. You know, that that's 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 what it kind of comes down to. And you have so much stories like this is a vessel through which you can you can. Uh, not quit that opportunity right where it's like you have this power to like what if paul be my homie paul love you paul uh what hey, if homie paul. Paul yeah love you, paul. Hey, paul. i'm sure hey, paul. paul uh uh you know what if he you know he what if he you know breaks free from these uh things that maybe i'm perceiving him to be in a prison i don't know <laughs> maybe he maybe he's fine i don't know <laughs> but but uh you know it, i think you could be a vessel through which other people who may who may think they can't do that think, well, this guy's making a podcast. I can do that. Like I can do it. You know? So I think that that's a very valuable thing. That's uh, is not explicit, right? It's just implicit. It's like, it's, it's the value you get from, from, from seeing somebody else who has what you have doing something regardless of, of their, of their situation, you know? So, and you've gone through the, the regret of quitting, you know, so like, that's a huge story to tell, 
right? And like, this is just another opportunity to not quit and to tell that story. And I think, you know, maybe you guys think that you may not have enough to cover an hour from week to week or whatever, but I think the more you guys unearth these things, the more you're going to find to talk about. And the more you're going to find that your audience just cares about what you guys, you guys, you know, your dynamic together. Um, so that's the end of my podcast for now. <laughs> <laughs> that was my TED talk. Thank you. <laughs> what do you think, Randy? Did he leave? Yeah, no, I, no, 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 I'm here. I just, I just um, stunned him guys. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking. He said uh, weekly, <laughs> so that I kind of oh. got stuck on because that, that just freaked him oh, out. Just, it, it did. Right. <laughs> We're not going to do it weekly, ready? Don't worry. I have, I have okay. a seven. Okay. I can't do that. Yeah, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Indy, what we're we're thinking is it, because you know I I have a day job, Randy has a day job, mm-hmm. and um, you I know do too. Yeah. someday yeah. I'm going to finish a script. I swear to God, that's my day job. <laughs> right. To not write my script. So I mean, we're all trying to you know I I would love to be able to quit my job and Me focus too. on 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 stand up comedy and. Uh, and, and and this you know um but getting there is 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 the is the journey so um i think we're going to try to do a, a once a month is that what do you feel like that's going to be an issue or will the, that be detrimental i would say uh, honestly uh, that may i don't know it it, it it may be a little bit too infrequent i would say two weeks is, is actually a pretty good twice because the like because we used to like say john show was a weekly show and that was a grind Right. Like that was just so much of a grind. But um, around the bag with Ian bag, this new show we're producing is biweekly until we get sponsors, um, which has been literally like I felt like a complete ton off my shoulders because that extra week is just so much extra time, but also is enough time for people to not forget about the show in a in because a, that's the thing you're fighting against these algorithms. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like if it's a monthly show, you, nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to care. And people and, and Instagram is going to de prioritize that or you know or tick you know so it's like i think if the podcast is would be like a maybe every other week then that then you could actually make more content for like clips from your podcast and that would just supplement your your tiktok even more and give you more yeah i was gonna say we could put little things i mean we can do two episodes but then we could put other small things that we pull from those to fill in yeah so the whole like i i love content strategy and and all this kind of like I, uh, basically my whole thing of it is like, I make a whole, like a podcast is like a, I call it like a, like a hero piece of content, right? It's, 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 it's the recording session. And like, this is one thing in time. Right. And then it spawns segments that we can use for longer things like YouTube clips, right? Those could be longer. Uh, they don't have to be short, sweet, vertical, you know, uh, you know, in people's feeds. And then, so like you have your longer piece, then you have your short, your longer clips, and then you have your reels and your TikToks, right? So it kind of feeds itself where one recording session can give you YouTube clips, can give you TikTok clips. Um, and then it's basically just, and then over time, you could just refresh some of those if, if you don't have enough clips, right? So right. it's kind of like you're growing a bank of content and then making clips from that content and then being able to reuse the later on six months down the line when people have already forgotten about it. And say, you know, oh, we need to post today. Let's just post the thing that we posted six months ago that did really well, or or whatever, just to keep the the algorithm going. So it's just kind of like keeping on top of that that hero piece. You'll you'll always have stuff to use, 
right? So that that longer podcast uh, form of content. Yeah, and I and I mean I'm pretty good about keeping up with that as long as the content is already prepared. You know, like remembering to schedule it is easy. It's it's just um, you know juggling the creating it at the same time. So I definitely wanted to get as much as much already filmed as possible before we launch. Just have a bunch of stuff oh, already done. 100%. Um, so that I would say have your first two weeks, you know, your first month done. (laughs) Honestly, don't don't think that far ahead. Don't think that far ahead. Like it's, it's just going to be too daunting. And also like people like it's, it's not that big of an, of a deal. Like just to, just to, you know, you don't need that huge bank. You just need a bank enough so that you can work on quality content. Right. So you don't need a month's worth of time to make one episode. See, I have ADHD, you know, or- so so I'm not consistent. So sometimes I do. <laughs> Every once in a while, I absolutely need a right. six month bank. But there's but- an- another theme right there. <laughs> but well, I guess I guess what what come like at the at the at the core of that, it's it contributes to posting less than it does more. I see. So that that's all I mean. Where it's like if you just if you just go, I'm not worrying about this huge mound of work. That's what makes it not fun, right? I'm just worrying about these this first month because if you're going to launch something that needs to be special and you it, and and kind of like anticipating this this work that has yet to happen <laughs> just makes this current work even less right so taking that energy off off of your uh, weighting you down just gives you more enthusiasm to make what you're making right now right it's just it's kind of you, you could still do a bank uh, and, and if you do buy say, weekly, you'll realize. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so just try to combat that a, a little bit where it's just like, you can still do a bank. I'm not saying don't bank. I love bank, banking's everything. Uh, but just, you know, manageable quantities to where it's like, keep it fun. Like that's at, at the core of it. People are going to keep listening because you are enthusiastic about doing it. Right. And yeah. if it's draining, people are going to notice and stop watching. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is we don't want to go too far ahead because then we're not we're missing topical stuff, right? No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also you can, you can bank a crap ton of, of like say segments that would go in multiple shows. If you, if you want, if you want to scratch that itch, you know, make, you know, 25, five minute videos. The little skits or the little, yeah. Yeah. And then you go, okay, I feel better. We have a bank of content now. Those are done. So we can focus on. (laughs) Right. So, um, so yeah, I would just say, uh, bi-weekly is probably the better tug of war there where you could still get the benefit of non-weekly, but, but also like still people remember you, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, so so yeah, that's my two cents there. Randy, what do you think about bi-weekly? I think it's doable as long as we have enough material to, to start working with. Um, Well, I've been writing some material already. Yeah. I, I think we could do that. Okay. And what are your thoughts on bisexuality? My thoughts on bisexuality? Just generally speaking, yeah, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I was going to ask Indy if he has to use a cloud lifter with his mic. Uh, uh, great, way to great. avoid that question. Great question. He's got an SM7B. I, I have the same mic, but I have to boost the gain on it with another device. Yeah, yeah, well... Uh... I, I, you're, you're great at deflecting. That's awesome. Uh, 
<laughs> that was class. That was that was like a news anchor. I love that. Uh, but yes, I do use a cloud lifter. I use a four-channel cloud lifter. Uh, okay. But also, I'm not using it right now. I'm using the Rode. What's your interface? At the moment. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Using the Rodecaster. That's this Ro thing yeah. is the best six hundred dollars I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> So it's got uh, enough gain for for the mic, obviously. You're not yeah, having it's peg got it. um, it's got preamps in it that it's basically got built-in cloud lifters. Okay, so, okay. For all cool, the techies cool. out there, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so by the, by the way, we can charge for professional advice on this episode, right? Yes, <laughs> two fifty an hour. Strategy, <laughs> and, yeah. Who are you charging? Because because <laughs> because I'm broke. Um, <laughs> so. Um, Speaking of like hardware and things like that. So, I mean, what do we really need to make it, you know, I mean, uh, a decent not a, production not a quality? Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I use uh, a Sony AX33 camera, which is a di currently discontinued. <laughs> well, how are we going to get that? No, I mean, discontinued uh, in terms from the manufacturer. I mean, you could buy them. Uh, okay. But the reason why I buy, I use those, it's a 4K camera with, and it's a camcorder, so it records longer than 30 minutes. Uh, so I could just hit record and basically let it go for five hours if I need, if I needed to. So what is that? Uh, four grand? That that's, a, I when I got it, it was 600 bucks, and that was in 2020. So it may maybe five ish now, um, but I would say a camcorder. Uh, if you can find one, it's probably going to be your best bet for just not caring about the video because all you want to do is just hit record and just do your show. Because right. if you if you're going to use like a DSLR or a, a more consumer camera that doesn't mm -hmm. shoot that, you're going to constantly be hitting that record button every 30 minutes and you're going to get black <laughs> in your show. So that was when I first started podcasting. That's how we did it. <laughs> it would stop every 13 minutes or whatever, and I would hit the record button and I'd put our logo on the screen <laughs> so it wouldn't go black. So camcorders and basically uh mics and recorders or audio recorders well so, i i mean i i purchased for work i purchased like uh i think i purchased a panasonic 4k and it was like it was like three grand mm -hmm. like but like what, what i mean what do we, i mean what realistically what a minimum like what do we minimum uh yeah. iphone at minimum <laughs> If you got if you got enough storage to record an hour long thing, an iPhone is a perfect thing to use. Well, what uh, about up 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 from that? What do you, up what from do you... that? Just any camcorder, honestly, that you can afford. Um, you know, anything because camcorders will record longer uh, than thirty minutes. So what's so, the camera that you gave me, Brian? I got what's a it? technical question too. Mm -hmm. So you're recording audio separately. So how are you bringing them together and then syncing? You know. There's nothing uh, yeah. worse than watching somebody talk and their mouth's not moving, but you can hear it. And they're, you know what I mean? It's like a half second behind. Right. So there's there's multiple ways you could do it. Um, I do it multiple ways depending on how we produce it. But um, I guess I have to list out gear. <laughs> so my camera, my camcorder is feeding into a ATEM Mini Pro ISO switcher, right? So that switcher is recording the video feed, right? Okay. Now that switcher also has a aux audio in. Mm -hmm. So I take the main mix out and go straight into the, the ATEM switcher. Okay. Now when I do that, 
I have to lower the gain considerably on the switcher so I get a clear audio signal. It'll just okay. be red, just completely red if you don't change any anything. I've done a recording where it's just just hitting it. Like because the my my main mix was so loud that the roadcaster just it just it was just red the whole time. So you have to like turn the gain down in the app. It's ridiculous. So there, there there's things where you could it's a lot of upfront work to not mm-hmm. have to do it in the back end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the other way to do it is just to record it separately, throw it into an editing suite and sync it. So so one That's one involves a lot of money and time up front, and then one doesn't involve a lot of money, but technical know-how on how to sync footage. We, we may email you questions if you're all right with that with regarding technical aspects. Um, no, we may come over. We may just show up and be like, wait, ha. <laughs> But but Indy, let's let's talk a little bit of before we close up. Let's let's talk about um, uh, Chobo, Chobo. And, yeah. and what you do, what you do for for folks. Yeah, so uh, we produce podcasts uh, and we have event space uh, in Los Angeles. So um, basically, we have it's not it's in a residential area, so I can, we're not in an office building yet. Uh, but we're in a beautiful two-bedroom back house in a very beautiful uh, location in Van Nuys, California. And uh, we charge hourly uh, for podcasting. We do, uh, it's an uh, 125 for just audio an hour. Um, mm-hmm. Single cam video podcasts are 150 an hour and multi-cam podcasts are 250 an hour. Um, and then we also have, uh, you know, if we could we could do editing and logo creation and, and distribution, audio distribution, video distribution. We can manage your YouTube pages, Patreon pages. Uh, for a fee, stuff like that. And then we also just create our own podcast too. You can see that at uh, our, our studios is chobostudios.com. Uh, and then our podcast is chobopodcast.com. But you could see both links to both of them at chobo.co. So, so many URLs, uh, but chobostudios.com, chobopodcast.com, or chobo.co for both. <laughs> That's a lot of websites. I love buying domains, guys. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. You love what? I love buying domains. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rachel. Yeah. yeah. She, she enjoys that as well. So uh, <laughs> for those listening, know when you're going to need them. Yeah. So for those listening and watching, you can go to Chobo. That's C is in Charlie. H is in hotel. O is in Oscar. B is in Bravo. O is in Oscar. Dot C-O. Did that work? You didn't spell out the last letters. I didn't, I didn't take, I didn't. Oh, that's uh, after uh, Chobo. It's dot Charlie. Oscar. <laughs> Whiskey Tango Podcast. Just the podcast. <laughs> and then it's C as it. Is. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, anything, anything anybody wants to say? What, what, Indy, is there any final thoughts that you have about podcasting or what we're doing? Or, uh, and be honest with us. I mean, what do you, th- what do you think? What do you think? What, what do we have here? If, uh, if I'm being honest, I say you guys plan more than you do, and you guys should do more than you plan. Yeah. I love it. Remember that when we <laughs> talked this week, uh, Brian. Okay. That, that's, what, that's what I've noticed, too, because when we talk about things and not do them, they just don't happen. Whether we just do them and go, oh, that, that sucked, we do this different next time, right? So that's yeah what i don't like done is 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 that so yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of meetings about meetings so <laughs> so i think honestly just what what your what makes your show great is you too your 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 dynamic and and also you know bringing on guests if you can have it in person's better 
uh, than Zoom. But if you have to get, you know, people on Zoom, bring that in segments, you know, just make it fun for you guys. Because uh, if it's fun for you, it'll be fun for us, you know. So uh, just hammer that in. I, I really love bringing guests on. I really want to keep that aspect because that's been really fun. Yeah. And also you don't have to talk and the podcast makes itself. It's like, it's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I love. <laughs> Randy, do you have anything you'd like to say before we close up? Um, thank you, Indy. I, I, this was a, a wealth of knowledge. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I feel like I'm a little out of my league, but I'm really looking forward to doing this. And uh, yeah, just we to, can thank do you. This. How hard can it? Be? Also, I'm I, I I'm a complete idiot. So. There's well, that. that makes us feel better. Uh, <laughs> Andy, thank you so much, so much, so much for your, your, for your time and the invaluable advice. And we really, really appreciate it because we really respect what you do. And, um, you know, we were, we're, we're not totally, uh, you know, starting fresh, but we, we kind of don't know what we're doing. So <laughs> nobody really, knows what they're doing unless they're really like they're doctors or something. So no, no, it's, they it's don't all know chill. what they're doing yeah. either. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> they're winging it too. All right. Well, it's always great it's to be practice. here on the Blind Man in Black. I, I, uh, it's been an honor. Thank you, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. thank you so much, Indy. We, we really appreciate your guidance and wisdom. And uh, everybody, go to chobo.co. Uh, uh, and, um, yeah, thank you so, so much. All right. So now we're going to have our awkward ending. No 40-minute answer? <laughs> I need an answer to that question and it has to be at least 40 minutes long Indy what he's referring to is we did a live on our Exhausting Snyder's uh, TikTok thing you were where... talking about me <laughs> no 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 sorry about that no it, it's an inside joke no what, great, what happened awesome. was is um, we did a, a live on our TikTok uh, Exhausting Snyder's where uh, it was the segment was called Ask a High Blind Guy <laughs> I love it and so I was high, and then <laughs> folks would uh, type in their questions and things like that. And at one point, I somebody asked me a question, and I was talking, and it was only like maybe like I don't know a minute. And I was like, that felt like forty minutes. That was a forty-minute answer. And then you actually were on there, Randy. Yep. And what yeah. did you say? I, something I said. You got another forty-minute answer or something like that. But <laughs> Great question, just, Randy asked. He said, "Please answer within a forty minutes." That's right. Yeah, and we were doing text. We were doing through the comments. It was really funny. Also, yeah. I gotta say, uh, high blind guy. I would pay to see that on Patreon. So that has to be exclusive to Patreon. It's okay? really funny too, because he's. Annoying. You gotta promise me that. <laughs> no, that's that's a great idea. Yeah, you're absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's those things. It's like like what you're already creating. Just just you know, put it behind a wall, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're going to build a wall and, and make uh, somebody pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make podcasting great. Again. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Indy Fawcett. Appreciate you being here. Chobo, go there now. All right. Here we go. Awkward right. ending. Thanks. Love you guys. Ah, shit. Now it's going to be really awkward. I screwed up. <laughs> What are you doing? Man. All right, we're out. It's still recording, it says. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's uncomfortable. <laughs>